Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will be discussing mental health, giving encouraging words and advice, talking about how to fight the stigma against mental health and mental illnesses, Gen Z's experience dealing with mental health, sharing my personal mental health experiences, and ways to help yourself and ways to help others with mental health in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month. I will also be briefly discussing the story of Lyric Chanel Jacks, a young, beautiful, and amazing girl that passed away from a brain tumor and brain cancer, and discussing brain tumors in honor of May also being Brain Tumor Awareness Month. As most of you know, um, mental health has always been a major part of what I talk about on my podcast because I just feel like there is still a lot of misconceptions about mental health and a lot of people that still don't believe in it. But mental health is very real and very important to keep protected and just to keep talking about. And as a person who experiences pretty bad anxiety and have had many people in my life suffer through depression and suicidal thoughts and suicide attempts and stuff, I will always be an advocate for mental health because of those things and just bringing more awareness to it because I just know if mental health was taken more serious and there was more empathy, so many people could be helped and be more open in sharing their experiences. And so the last time I did a mental health episode, it specifically focused on minority mental health awareness, which is celebrated in July. And the main reason why minorities have a separate mental health awareness month is because minorities go through a lot simply for their skin tone and they have less advantages and just have a completely different set of experiences and perspective on life than non-minorities do. But that doesn't, you know, of course, take away from the things non-minorities experience. It's just important um, for the unfair experiences that minorities have are highlighted and why their mental health is important and should be looked at as equally important as our white counterparts are. And so um, speaking of the minority mental health awareness episode, I just kind of wanted to throw this in. Um, I just wanted to point out how cool it is that that episode was episode five. Definitely tune in to that if you haven't. I had one of my roommates and close friend Shreya co-host for that episode. So um, definitely check that out. But I thought it's really cool that that was episode five. And this episode right here will be episode 35. So episode, um, so 30 episodes down and we're still going strong so very proud of that just wanted to kind of throw that in there um but anyways so um mental health awareness month um it's just again it's just raising awareness about mental health and just breaking the negative stigma surrounding mental health and just providing support and advocacy for those who are struggling with their mental health or even just advocating to people to just take care of themselves mentally because i think most people we just get so caught up in everyday life that sometimes we can forget to take care of ourselves mentally we're more so kind of focused on like just physically like you know a shower every day or something but like we just kind of forget the mental aspect of life as well so it's very important for us to continue to make awareness of it 
And um, just like with all the awareness months, Mental Health Awareness Month also has a theme um, and like a message that they have. And so this year's like theme and message and everything is you are not alone. And I think this is a really, really good theme for 2021 as the previous year we just endured was just filled with lots of changes and feeling alone and anxiety and death and just overall just a lot of sadness due to the pandemic and social injustices being highlighted and everything. So I think coming out of such a rough year with a theme like You Are Not Alone is much needed and a powerful message for everyone. And just in general, you are not alone is just such a valuable lesson we should never forget. Sometimes I know there are moments when life can really hit so hard that we feel like we're alone and we're not. And it's important to always prioritize mental health both the good mental health days and the bad mental health days that we endure we need to just be able to prioritize it all and we just need to acknowledge with mental health every day that we are not superheroes we are simply human beings and we're all just trying to navigate through life in our own ways so it's okay if we're not always okay and never feel alone because we all go through struggles and that's just another reason why it's important to break that negative of stigma behind mental health because the more people dismiss it and try to minimize the seriousness of mental health the more people will suffer in silence but you know once mental health is accepted as just a normal part of life and people realize that there are many people that deal with all types of mental health issues like anxiety and depression and ptsd it will be easier for people to just understand that they are not alone and, you know, I again want to emphasize for this episode that, you know, just because mental health awareness is in May, it is very important to care for it all the time, all throughout the year, not just, you know, in May. Um, so now, even though there are like some people in the world that don't have a diagnosed mental health issue, um, such as like depression, for example, it's necessary to still do things to keep your mental health intact, such as just giving yourself a break from life at times by doing things you enjoy or just going out for some fresh air and talking with family and friends. And don't ever feel like just because you don't experience a certain mental health issue that you're not allowed to have a bad mental health day because, you know, I know sometimes I can get caught up in doing that to myself. Like I have a few people I have a few people that are like in my life that they experience triggers from their PTSD due to things that have happened to them in their life. And sometimes I'm like, well, dang, like I can't be going through it right now because this person is experiencing worse. Well, you know, I'm just here to say that I'm learning that that's a very unhealthy mindset to have and it's a form of toxic positivity by just pushing your problems to the side and saying it isn't that bad because someone is going through worse everyone goes through different battles but that doesn't mean yours isn't important so cut yourself some slack and be kind to yourself because no matter if you think that you're not going through as much as the next person that doesn't mean you should dismiss your feelings it isn't good at all to do that because it will allow you to bottle up emotions that really just need to be handled you know head on 
And I think one of the main things we should work on with mental health is, of course, getting help and being more open about it, but also really fighting the stigma. And I think we should all come together and fight off that negative stigma around mental health. Um, so even aside from just people simply not believing in mental illnesses, like believing that those exist and believing um, that giving yourself like mental breaks are important. There is also even more specific stigmas like how men shouldn't cry and that men can't have depression or anxiety and stuff. And if they do, they're considered weak. And that is not true at all. And I have encountered many guys in my life who have had that mindset forced on them. And I think, again, when we start being more open about the importance of mental health in both men and women, it will help break that stigma. Because no matter what gender a person is, we all, as the human race, we all go through things and deserve to be heard. Um, another specific stigma is just based on culture and race. Um, minorities, you know, often grow up in households where the discussion of mental health is not considered acceptable to discuss. It isn't seen as real, especially a lot of the older generations and minority cultures. They think that mental illness is just an excuse or that prayer is all that we need instead of getting medication or like a therapist. And I think if the world allowed us to advocate and educate more, all people would understand that mental health is just a part of human nature. Um, there is always so much education and advocacy on taking care of your physical health. So I think if that same energy was put into mental health, it would be a normal and okay topic to talk about and people would feel more comfortable. And I just think some people, um, I just don't think that some people really understand how much more peace they would have um, if they just accepted that mental health is a real thing. Like it, it just is. And figuring out ways to help themselves now navigate through it and um, to have their life just become more bearable once they you know tackle mental health and it's just a horrible feeling for someone to just say you're faking or you're making up excuses or you're just crazy simply because you care for your mental health or you have a mental you know illness um, the stigma, it really just has to be stopped because it makes people feel embarrassed about what they're dealing with, which then leads to them not going to get the help that they need, um, all because of something that we just genuinely can't help. And the same way a person can't help if they get some type of physical illness is the same way a person can't help if they have some type of mental illness. Like when you think about it in terms of physical health versus mental health, you rarely ever see people make fun of someone for a physical illness like cancer, for example. So it wouldn't make sense to make fun of someone for a mental illness like depression or anxiety or making them feel ashamed of it or as if they're just faking it. We have lived like generations and generations worth of pushing mental health to the side, but we can't keep carrying that tradition on like it has to stop somewhere. So some of the things that I think would be helpful in stopping the stigma is, again, just people talking about mental health out loud and spreading awareness. And even if you are, you know, comfortable just sharing your stories and experiences, like if that's something that you're comfortable doing, um, do that and just share stories and experiences with mental health because it could really help so many others who may even be fighting silently or going through some of the same things that you're going through or that you went through. And so just continue to just 
educate and advocate for yourself and the people around you when it comes to mental health. And most of all, just show compassion and empathy for others and their situations. Like I feel like we're really in a place where we're lacking the compassion and empathy. Um, and so even if like you can't relate to having a lot of bad mental health days or relate to dealing with a mental health issue, just supporting people that do and letting them know that they are not alone and shouldn't feel ashamed is so important to do. And it makes such a difference. And I think also just having more people share their experiences about getting help. Um, so not even necessarily just like their experiences experience with mental illness, but just getting help because I've heard a few people's experiences with getting therapy and just hearing their experiences was so encouraging and made therapy sound really good. And people have said that it's life-changing and it's just such a relief and I feel like hearing actual experiences and feedback about how things like therapy are actually helpful is a really encouraging thing for people and it will motivate people I feel to want to try it out. Um, and so I think with um, Gen Z, though, we are slowly becoming a part of the change for a lot of things, including mental health awareness. I think with social media, it plays a major role in us being able to share more about it. But I also think Gen Z has also just had some of the most struggles with mental health due to so many things like, you know, we have experienced like seeing mass shootings and school shootings just all the time. And um, it became a really amplified thing in our generation, I feel. And even though like, um, and even just things like, you know, this pandemic and having to just all of a sudden be forced into virtual school and miss out on important things, like some people missed out on in-person graduations and just even social media also, like although it's, you know, easier for us to share, it has also been been negative and it has had negative impacts on Gen Z as it makes it easier for people to get bullied and stuff consistently. Um, however, Gen Z is a very aware generation and I think we are more likely to voice um, when we're going through things or you know if we have something mentally going on and just being open to talking and advocating for mental health. Um, but at the same time, one thing I noticed about Gen Z that, um, and some pe and some other people as well that just are not in Gen Z, just in general, um, that I really don't like is that some people just throw around very serious mental illnesses that they don't really experience. Um, so such as if a person is just having a bad day, they'll say, oh, like I'm depressed. And I, I don't think some people mean any harm by it, but I think that when people do that, that further adds to some people not taking mental illnesses serious because there are some people that just throw terms like that around carelessly. So just be aware of, you know, language that we use um, and the way we discuss mental health. It's very important because, you know, just because you're sad one day, that doesn't necessarily mean you're depressed. That's like a very technical, clinical mental illness term. So just simply just saying, like, I'm sad today. It doesn't mean that you're depressed. So just being very cautious of using language like that, you know, just kind of carelessly. Um, and so before I end off this segment with, you know, discussing tips on handling your mental health, I wanted to briefly just kind of share my story um, on anxiety. And I know I've talked about it a few times, but I have 
really severe anxiety like it's so bad it can be like to a point where i'm not stressed but then all of a sudden my mind is like no like you need to be stressed out you're forgetting something important and then my mind kind of just goes through so many scenarios of okay what should i be stressed about i know there's something i should be worried about right now and i think i go through that because i'm not used to being in a completely just calm state all the time so when i am my mind thinks it's a trick if that makes sense um and my anxiety can even be just to a point where i can just be riding in the car having a good old day you know and then it's like a dark cloud just kind of comes over me and i'm like what if this bad thing were to happen like just a random bad thought um and like when i say i can always think myself into a bad mood i always can like it never fails and sometimes i think people you know don't fully understand how bad it is because it's sometimes to a point where i feel like i like might actually lose my mind um so for example like for my public speaking class i had to take it online you know due to the pandemic and so an option my professor gave us was for us to have at least five people join on a zoom call to watch our speech and it it could be any five people just as long as they were at least 18 years old so i had like my mom my three roommates and my boyfriend they all joined the call and so you know you would think that makes it easier right you know the fact that i would be doing my speeches on a zoom call with only five people and like the five people i knew very well and i'm very close to instead of you know in person with over 20 people which i don't know like that no it was not easier at all um for me um and when i say for those speeches like my anxiety would take over i would be shaking i would feel faint i felt like i was trying to catch my breath like i honestly felt like i was going to cry and just not do it and take a zero and it was just shocking for both of us because they were like you know girl like what like why are you you know nervous like you know us and why are you freaking out and i was like i know like i don't know why i'm freaking out so yeah like anxiety is just definitely a terrible mental health problem to deal with um overall like i did well in the speeches and i got good grades on them but i had these people like on the zoom call for such a long time you know trying to be like okay let me start over okay let me you know let me do this part over because i was just freaking out like it was horrible and i'm so glad that class is over with so yeah like i said anxiety is just definitely a terrible just mental health problem to deal with because it can also cause you to just overthink and just be really indecisive and it's a lot to handle and it's kind of just out of your control but just know that like you can get through it and if you have the right people supporting you and in your corner they will not look at you as a burden and they will be there for you your anxiety and your depression your ptsd you being bipolar like no mental health illness defines you at all no matter what it is and we are bigger than what our mental illness tries to tell us um because I'm telling you, some of these mental illnesses will get in your mind and tell you the craziest things about yourself, but they do not define us. And what they're trying to tell us is not true. And we're so much bigger than that. And you're not crazy. You are not being dramatic. You are not faking. You are a human being going through human being things. And that's okay. And just know you are never alone in your fight. 
I also want to mention that sometimes a lot of mental illnesses are generational or through genetics. Like my mom was telling me how there have been plenty of people before me and my family that deals with bad anxiety, but we want it to end with us. And so the best way for these generations of mental illnesses to slow down is by being more educated and advocating and trying to find ways to help so we can have the right tools within ourselves to pour out onto others and into our next generations of family. And some of the ways that I cope with my anxiety is just First of all, just getting up and moving around because with any mental illness, one of the worst things you can do is lay around. I know when you feel mentally drained, you sometimes don't have the energy to get up and do things, but laying around just allows for more sadness to come in and more negative thoughts, and that's not what you want to happen. So when I feel myself being anxious, I try to just move around and I take deep breaths, and that's a very underestimated method is taking deep breaths but it's really helpful in making you realize you are still alive and you're still present and I try to remind myself of good things and the positive things that have happened in my life and just most of all I try to keep an uh, I try to keep like an open line of just communication with my close family and friends so they can be there for me to just talk to me and um, just support me because like I've mentioned before sometimes saying things out loud even sometimes if it's just to yourself it can really help you realize like what you're feeling and just kind of connect the dots to make you realize like okay this is why I feel this way. Now I want to just get into some ways you can help yourself with your mental health. It's important to just let your close family and friends know if you deal with a mental illness such as anxiety or PTSD so that way they can help or at least know some of the triggers that you have um, so they don't kind of set those off. Um, and I know it's been, you know, a tough mental health year with the pandemic, especially because of all the quick changes that have happened, such as, you know, wearing masks and social distancing and doing everything virtually. But a major mental health tool that I got out of it is, again, just staying in touch with people you are close to. Um, it doesn't even have to necessarily be about mental health that you and you know whoever you're close to talk about but just talking about fun and just happy things and talking about old memories things like that can like you know lead to a lot of smiles and laughs and that's just always good for the soul like I love laughing and I love smiling so um and just taking care of yourself physically is important because if you are like physically not okay, then it can be really hard to be mentally okay. So that means simply maybe eating a refreshing fruit like once a day or just going on a quick 30 minute walk to get some fresh air. Um, and just giving yourself mental breaks throughout the day is very important as well. Like sometimes we do so much stuff to the point where we can burn ourselves out, but having those moments throughout the day where you just take the time for yourself to breathe and step away from your everyday life for a second is very important um for me like I always have little bits of time where I just relax and listen to music and it completely just rejuvenates me and puts me back in a pretty good mood and most of all just give yourself some grace like we can be our own worst critics and try to be perfectionists but just give yourself some grace sometimes and realize you are human and nothing you do will ever be perfect but as long as you put in your best efforts in the things you do it will be good enough 
also if you are you know in school or if you have a job be sure to know the resources that are available to you or the insurance that is offered to you for mental health like I know at my school we always get constant emails and reminders about you know the resources and the counseling and stuff that's available to us um, and just as far as helping other people with mental health, um, it's just being compassionate towards them. And whenever they are going through something, um, just letting them know that like you're compassionate and you're there for them um, so they can know that they can trust you. And just being willing to give meaningful advice that doesn't invalidate what they're going through and offering them some resources that can further just help them. And another piece of advice I have is just for in general, making sure people's mental health is okay. It's just simply checking in on people every once in a while. Like a simple like, you know, hey, like how are you doing today? It can go such a long ways. And really just listening to people um, and actually listening to what they're going through and engaging in the conversation. Um, and I know those things like I've listed, like it seems so simple, but a lot of people don't do those things and it leads to people closing off and feeling like they're they're alone or you know they're a burden so as simple as those things seem it's important to practice doing those things for others because it can really help and make a difference and I just kind of want to leave off this segment by saying again you are never alone on your mental health journey so just continue to be kind to others and just know you are bigger than whatever you are going through so now into the let's discuss segment So for today's segment, I wanted to highlight another really important awareness month that is also in May, and that's Brain Tumor Awareness Month. And it just raises awareness and support for those suffering with brain tumors. Um, so the color that represents Brain Tumor Awareness Month is gray. And I wanted to highlight this month because I've mentioned in, you know, some past episodes about this beautiful, beautiful girl uh, named Lyric Chanel Jacks. Um, she was a 13-year-old girl that um, became well-known on social media um, for fighting and documenting um, the um, brain tumor that she was fighting against. It was a rare brain tumor, actually, um, and many people don't live through, through it. Um, and so watching her story and just watching the incredible fight she put on um, is enough to just make anyone want to support and help find a cure. Um, I mentioned before in one of my episodes, after about two years of fighting this horrible brain tumor and brain cancer, um, Lyric, she passed away in March. Um, and Lyric just, she had such an amazing spirit despite what she was going through. And even though like I didn't know her personally, just following her on her journey will always just make me feel a connection to her and wanting um, there to hopefully just be a cure for brain tumors and brain cancer because the brain is such an important and essential function to the body. So to have something attacking it is just awful and there needs to be some sort of cure or way to help it. Um, so now I'm just going to share um, what her mom wrote about Brain Tumor Awareness Month so you all can just get more of an idea about it. So she wrote, why do we go gray in May? Brain tumors are the most common solid cancer in people ages 19 and younger in the United States. 
An estimated 700,000 Americans are living with a primary brain tumor. An estimated 18,600 people will die from a brain, can or brain tumor in 2021. Um, and 13,657 children are estimated to be living with a primary brain tumor in the United States. Pediatric brain tumors are the leading cause of cancer-related death among children and teens under the age of 19. Um, brain tumors represent the highest per patient initial cost of care for any cancer group with an annualized mean net cost of care approaching $150,000. Um, more than any other cancer, brain tumors can have lasting and life-altering impacts on a patient's life. Um, and despite the number of brain tumors and their devastating prognosis, there are only five FDA-approved drugs and one device to treat brain tumors. Um, so yeah, that's pretty deep and there should be a lot more research and awareness for that. Um, and as you can see, um, May has a lot of really important awareness months that we should honor. Um, but let's always remember that despite these awareness things only being for a month, let's practice just honoring things throughout the whole year as well. And if you want to watch and just see just the beautiful and incredible being that Lyric Chanel Jax was, you can look her up and I promise you like her sweet soul will bring such a smile to your face. Now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was, semicolons always bring hope. Hope that the story isn't over yet. Hope to the ones who, who chose to fight instead of ending it all. So this is a quote that I discovered back in high school. And when I first came acro across it, like I instantly fell in love with it because it's such a good and powerful analogy. Semicolons represent a pause in a sentence, not an ending. So that means on the other side of that semicolon, there is still more words being said. And that's exactly how we should view life. We may be going through some things, but that semicolon is your sign of hope and your sign to keep going because it represents that your life isn't over. There is some more life for you that you have to live um, and always just hold on to hope and understand that you are never alone like everybody goes through things and there are so many people out there that will support you like you are never ever ever alone and always just make sure to take care of your mental health and to mark off mental health days and moments for yourself we were not meant to just be working and stressed all the time we all need a break every once in a while so be sure to give yourself one and continue to support your loved ones and have people you trust surrounding you Nothing you are going through and no mental illness defines you. You are loved and you are worthy. Always write down affirmations and read them to yourself every day so you can remember how special you are. And mental health is just as important as your physical health. So protect your mind as much as you can. Um, you will never be a burden on people that genuinely love and care about you. So never be afraid to reach out for help when needed. And remember that your mental health and advocating and encouraging it for yourself and others is important every month, not just in May. The 
that's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight. Thank you.